fire is rolling through Indiana. So welcome to Indiana, state number 31. Um, a total of, oh man, 11,600 plus miles. Uh, they're about um, just in the motorhome. If I add in the Explorer, that adds an additional 32,000. So that's, oh Lord. 42? Huh? 42,000 miles? Oh no, 32 on the, the Explorer. So yeah, that puts us at right at 42, 43,000 miles since a January. A lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so anyway, it's been, it's been awesome. It has been awesome. So coming into uh, the end of August, um, coming into the home stretch, we're on our way to the East Coast, leaving today from Indiana, on our way to Kentucky, and we've picked up hitchhikers. Yes, we have. So the best kind of hitchhikers. It's family. Yes. You see right back there in the background, wave yaya. There you go. So we've got Jill Porter with us and then her two sons, actually three sons, all on board. Yes. Um, one just happens to still be in the oven. And he's cooking a little bit longer till December. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, Carson and uh, Will and then Caden and um, Chase is all sitting back in the back. Rhea is with Nana, so she's actually following behind us. And so we actually have a caravan going down the road. This is the start of the Gypsy Tour. Yes, I love it. <laughs> We're caravanning on our way to Kentucky. And so as we're going in there, we're gonna, we're gonna try and stop by the Ark tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you know, the big gigantic Ark. Ark Encounter. The Ark Encounter yeah. there in Williamstown, Kentucky. Take the kids, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And so I'll make sure that Rhea does a road blog from there so you can yeah, see cool. all of that. And she's way behind on her road blogs. Yes. But I'll tell you how you can help her if you would subscribe to her YouTube channel. Yes. And would. if she were to suddenly see like a bump in her subscribers, because right now she's at 11. She's wanting to beat dad, who's almost at 500. I may already be over 500 right yes. now, but um, <laughs> she's really wanting. So if, if she sees more subscribers, I think that would put a little more fire underneath her to release the blogs, because she's got several that are waiting to yes, kind of come through the hopper. And then she's got several of them that are up there and they're fun to watch. So make sure you grab a yeah, hold of those. they are fun. Anyway, so babe, tell everybody about Indiana. Well, Indiana was great. Um, for those of you who do not know, I was actually born here in Indiana. So in Peru. Is, yes, in Peru. Which we went to. We did go there. We ate at Harvey Hinkelmeyer's Pizza. Yes. Because that's one of our favorite places to eat when we were growing up here. That's my name too. <laughs> Wrong song, but okay. <laughs> um, so it's been great. We've been able to see lots of um, extended family, my cousins and aunts and uncles, and um, just be really, you know, be here and, and visit some old, take our kid, take my kids to where I grew up and, you know, tell them little stories and things like that. So it's been a really neat trip so far. It's yeah. Fun. Peru it's fun. is, for those of you that don't know where Peru is at, it's right next to Mexico. It is. In Miami County. In Miami County. So if you've ever wondered um, what's wrong with people from Indiana, I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're the greatest people on planet Earth. I don't know why they... The geography is just geography, a little bit off. It's a little off. It's all good, though. <laughs> it's fun. there's like an uh, Italy and a Paris and Texas. So yeah. Yes, there is. But there's an Eiffel Tower in Paris. It's which true. We, we've been to. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, but it was good. Um, we worked with three churches while we were here. Uh, we were at um, Hartford City with um, Chuck and Mary Rogers, which that's Jenna and Jill's uncle and aunt. 
Yes, my mom's um, sister. Mom, your mom's sister. Yeah. And so they've been pastoring a, uh, a church in Hartford City for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a, a replant. Um, and so we came in to be a, an encouragement and a support there. Got to stay at the Assemblies of God uh, campground, which is great. Very nice. Late there on Lake Placid, gorgeous location. Yeah. Um, and it was free, which, which was I love free. Free is awesome. They call that boondocking um, whenever, well, I guess that wasn't really officially no. boondocking because we had all the hookups that we needed, so. Yeah. But it was free. <laughs> so that's the best kind. It is. It the is. best kind. That really helps. In fact, I think this month we haven't had to spend anything on. Uh, we have not. It's uh, like where we're it's headed to now, but the first time we've actually had to, to get a campsite. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's been really good on the budget. Yeah. Um, there in Hartford City, worked with uh, Chuck and Mary, and then we cruised down from there, oh, or actually over, what? Well, while we were there too, I got to see a childhood friend. That was really fun. Yep. She was in our wedding. Yep. Her, her husband is a coach at Ball State University, helped coach, ba coach basketball there. And, um, so shout out to Angie. Angie, we love you. I was about to say Angie Mullins, that would be, the la that would be her maiden name. Her maiden name, Angie yes. Grunkmeyer. Yes. Yes, and her meet her her kids and family, so that was a fun thing to do too. Yeah. Also uh, found out that apparently the creator of Garfield yes. is from Indiana and in that area, and so they've created all these big, gigantic Garfield Garfields, statues. and they've hidden them. Across Marion uh, County. Off, yeah, around Marion County, and the, the story that I think is the funniest is the very first one they did was kind of like a sports. Well, no, it wasn't the first one. But it was, it was one they did, it was like a fitness. They're all different themed, and their hopes yes. is that Garfield fans will come and tour Marion County to see all because the Because there is a multitude of Garfield fans. Hey, you there know. There is a you, I can just see them now. There's, there's folks that are watching this yes. from California, and they're major Garfield fans, and they're like, we're making a trek all the way to Marion County, Indiana, yes. to start working our way around and take a picture with all of the fiberglass Garfields. Yes. There you Absolutely. go. You're welcome, Marion County. <laughs> Absolutely. But you just boosted your tourism. The the athletic one, somebody yeah. apparently hugged it a bit too tight, and the head popped off, and it ran, and it fell into the Tippecanoe River. Is no, that right? not Tippecanoe. What no, was it? the Mississinawa. The Mississinawa. Yeah. There you go. It's a mouthful. In the reservoir. In the reservoir. Reservoir. It's so, yeah, it was found, it. caught, um, I guess, in. It was retrieved. It and was retrieved and put back on. So everything so is good. Garfield was decapitated and then his head placed back on. Yes. So anyway. It's all good. There you go. Child number one. I didn't figure that would take too long. <laughs> As you know, the rules of the roadcast are always very simple. Whatever happens on the road happens on the road. You are on the road with us as we're yes. cruising down the highway um, on our way into Kentucky. And yeah. so anyway, uh, from there we made our way to Delphi. In Logansport. Yes. Uh, while we were in Logansport, went over to uh, uh, my cousin's house. Yes, we stayed at. Uh, stayed yeah. at my cousin's farm. Yep, on the farm. I'll show you a picture of that. Gorgeous, beautiful farm. Gorgeous beautiful farm. farm. Been around in the family since 1864. 1860. You think that through? That's. It was uh, built in 1864. That's like Civil War it is. era, and you know, right there at the end, and yep. you know, Abraham Lincoln and. So really, really kind of neat history there. Yeah. And uh, went to, um, um, how do I say it? Monon. 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 Monon, Indiana, 
Uh, we're there with uh, Mark Newman at Monon Community Church, Wide River Crossing, for a Friday night, Saturday night, awesome, awesome service. Um, we saw just the power of God move tremendously, uh, repentance at the altar, and then just uh, dramatic divine touches yeah. to, to people. And then from there to Delphi for Sunday, and Delphi First Assembly, they're dear friends. In fact, we just posted a video today, an interview with Pastor Brent and Tammy Oliver that you're gonna to wanna to check out. We talk about the fact that they've seen 500 recorded, documented miracles in their church in the last two and a half years. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. It's a great story. Yeah. They, started, they started contending for that about two and a half years ago. Uh, Pastor Brent, their television went out they were looking to get another one. He heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to him and say, do you want more of that or do you want more of me? And so he didn't buy a television. He said about four months into that, it's like a, a switch got flipped. You hear the voice of the Lord and miracles started breaking out. And so um, now 500, doc, they actually quit counting at 500. Um, I don't know why. But um, even while we were there on that Sunday, uh, people healed of conditions that they had had for years. People being having immobility in their arms and things that they couldn't lift. And yeah, one lady on there. Sunday morning, she's an older lady, um, had damage to both of her shoulders, couldn't lift her hands. <laughs> she love it. Um, couldn't, couldn't lift her hands any higher than just like right to here. And boy, she had her hands up. She she's was praising the Lord. Yes. Um, it was awesome. It was, it it was, was so awesome. awesome. And so... Uh, that's an interview you definitely want to check out. And so, anyway, um, one thing that uh, the Lord's been speaking to us about is raising up cities of righteousness and cities of righteousness being the key to seeing reformation within our nation. Mm -hmm. um, that's a word that the Lord really started speaking over the last two weeks, and it's come out in the services. You know, I, I believe this. I believe that um, our cities have not, that our cities are hurting because they have not been healed. They have not been healed because we have, the church has, withheld its healing. The church is there, I believe, in the community to be healing to the community. And when I say the church, I'm talking about your church in your community, but not just your church, every local church there. We're all part of one body. And you've heard me say this many times that God's not looking for another church, He's looking for one church. And I believe the moment that we become truly unified with inside of our communities, we've reached a point that we can begin to offer hope and healing to our cities and our towns. Um, you know, the Lord really, he, He's really, really been just impressing this upon me that as the church, we have the ability to steward the spiritual authority and to be able to release that and exercise that over our communities and raise up cities of righteousness. This is not an impossible task. In fact, if you study history, you look at Charles Finney coming into Rochester, New York. That city was flipped upside down. It became a city of righteousness. Why? Because the church experienced... <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know if you caught that or not. Came over a, a, a rolling track. hobby. Yeah, came over a railroad track. For those of you listening, we have a light above Lower our head. heads that yeah, has like a little cover on it, and the cover just decided what? to fall. 
It's fantastic. Well, it's, it's broken on one part and of that And it's edge, broken. So. See, this anyway. is why this is our rolling hobby. <laughs> Something always happens. That's it's it. It's awesome. It's part of the fun. It is. It's part of the fun. Where was I? Where was I at before? You were we got... talking about cities of righteousness. Yeah, I was changing the was, authority. This was changing the life of somebody that was listening in <laughs> and bump in the road. Um, Uh, cities of righteousness. Yes. Um, Stewarding the authority. Yeah, if we would steward the authority that we have, you know, when you look at, at history and, um, you know, if it's Evan Roberts being in, uh, you know, there in Wales and um, Lawhorn, which I'm sure I'm mispronouncing, and my friends from that area can tell me exactly how I how I pronounce that, but. Uh, you know, these cities were transformed, some of them overnight, yeah. but certainly within a matter of weeks and months. And it happened because the church began to change the city. And that was the process through which the nation changed. If you look at the First Great Awakening, the way that that happened was George Whitfield uh, comes over from the UK and he starts up in the north and he works his way down, just going city to city, doing these crusades. No other, no better way of putting it. It was, you know, a, a George Whitfield crusade, you know, where they would just attract massive crowds. At one of those crusades, Jonathan Edwards came to be a part there with Whitfield, and he was highly impressed with what he saw. And he saw, you know, 12,000, 15,000 people um, at these things. And as Whitfield would preach, people would just get, just hit by the power of God hundreds at a time cut down to their you know to their knees or on their, their back just lying out in a trance crying out moaning in repentance before the Lord it was powerful but then Whitfield leaves and so what happens is Whitfield comes and he ignites those fires but it was pastors like Edwards that would preach on a Sunday at his church in New London, Connecticut, and then he would leave on Sunday night or on Monday, Tuesday, and he would go church to church and he would circuit ride around in that area. And so he's stirring and cultivating those fires. And as, um, as these fires begin to you know, catch inside these towns, the towns are transformed and changed. And that's what becomes the key to the Great Awakening. It's that cities begin to turn. And we've been praying, we've been asking God to save our nation, to, to save our land. Um, perhaps what we need to do is not, not change our vision. We definitely want to see the nation turn, but the way that we've got to do that is by raising up cities of righteousness. I believe this, I believe that the key to reformation is going to be found, sorry, it's going to be found in raising up cities of refuge. Reformation is coming from a place called refuge. That was the word that came out of Iowa. And then as we were in Indiana, I heard the Lord saying, that our cities are hurting because they haven't been healed. They haven't been healed because they ha we've been withholding their healing. But the moment we become unified, we will see healing relates, released to our communities and we'll see cities of righteousness raised up. And so now you're asking, okay, so what do we need to do? We need to start praying for the unity of the church and we need to start working together for the unity in the church. It's easy to connect denominationally. It's easy to connect inside of our cliques and our spheres of, you know, where we're like-minded in our theology. Where it's harder to do so in our communities. Yeah. But that's where it's most needed. The devil loves division. 
The enemy loves division because as long as we are divided, we're not united. If we're not united, then we're not one. If we're not one, then we're not releasing healing. And so we've got to come together in our communities. And the neat thing that I'm seeing in the heartland from Iowa to um, Illinois, Indiana, is I see churches beginning to recognize that. I think part of it's frustration with the status quo. Some of it is just a recognition of what has to change. But I genuinely see pastors, church ministry leaders beginning to lay things down and to begin to come together. And that's the first step, the first start. And so if we'll continue to steward that, I believe we're going to witness something in which we see cities of righteousness raised up. And the more and more those that we see, what's going to end up happening is we're going to see a reformation birthed across the land. Yeah. And that will be powerful. I mean, we've seen even as a nation, if you just, I mean, if you just look at the headlines, there's power and unity. And it yeah. doesn't matter what it is, if it's a unified voice, it's heard, and there's power behind it. So imagine the church with a, with a message, the greatest message that, that we have in the world is the hope and the love of Christ. Yep. And if we can all get behind that and be one unified voice, the power that is released and the healing at the yep. same time is released. Yep. You know, and you look at the headlines right now. Um, you know, our nation is divided, Very deeply, nice divisively divided. Um, you know, uh, you look at just a couple weeks ago when the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists marched on Charlottesville and they turned that city upside down and it's become just a, a chaotic point. And I can't believe the, the vitriol and the division and divisiveness that I've seen, even from people in the church. In the process, you know, de defending things and fighting for things that honestly, you know, my friend, this world is temporary. This world is perishable. Um, it, it's time that we, we let go of this world and begin to contend for the kingdom. But what I what uh, want you to really key in on is the fact that a evil group, a divided group, came in with this venom inside of this community and they have set the national dialogue all the way to the White House for the last two weeks. You can't flip on the television without seeing it, without hearing about it, you know, and how much more so if the church were to begin to recognize the power that we steward, if we were to all stand together united with one voice and to begin to turn the tide with a counter-cultural message, but one of love, um, you know, one of grace, one of truth, yeah. how we turn the tide. I'm convinced that you know it's it's just a matter of us standing up. And I, you you think about this: if every single church in your town, in your community, were to stand up, rise up, and speak with one voice in absolute and complete unity and in unison, what unrighteous piece of legislation could ever be passed? It couldn't. And the reason is that there would be a multitude that the city would fear. I mean, come on, you wouldn't want to go into a city council meeting where you have thousands of people show up, you know, that are saying, no, we will not stand for this unrighteousness inside of our city. Right. That's just one example of how a unified voice can change things. Yep. And so that's, that's... Um, and you never despise those small beginnings. No. Because that there's a ripple effect that comes out of that and the encouragement that it provides to others and those around you to be able to stand. Yeah. 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 It's time. It is time. It's it is time. time. It's time. <laughs>
So anyway, that's kind of like an update of uh, kind of where we've been at, some of the things the Lord's been speaking to us while we've been on the road. And it's been nice over the last couple, uh, you know, days uh, to have your family with us. It has. They you see Yaya running around in the background trying to take care of the boys because yes. we knew that was going to be chaotic. <laughs> She's also directing the camera, so look how well she's multitasking between she's taking amazing. care of them and that. She's amazing. She is amazing, isn't she? She is. She is. Somebody should, somebody should hire her. Somebody should, but <laughs> as long as they don't take her away from us, that's okay. There you no. go. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, they actually made the long trek because they drove from Texas to be here. Yes, they did. They wanted so. to be a part of the trail. They are part of the trail of fire. Part of the trail. They're the first people that have joined us on the trail. Yeah. Hey, Yaya, how much time do we have left on the on the roadcast? Uh, nine minutes. Nine, nine minutes, minutes to go. Awesome. Perfect. So, uh, real quick, um, while we were in Logansport, we got to see the eclipse along with the rest of the, the rest United of the States. United States. <laughs> I, I don't know we what did. you don't know what you thought about that from your vantage point and viewpoint. Uh, since we were in Delphi, we weren't able to get down south to be in the path of complete totality. totality. Uh, but uh, we did have our our eclipse glasses. We did. And we got to see uh, a partial eclipse, 90%. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked like just a little itty-bitty fingernail left mm -hmm. of the top part of the sun, um, right where we were at. Uh, neat to it watch. It got dark. It did get dark. Not, not completely dark, obviously, because it's not total. And but we experienced all of those changes. Yeah. And then we got to put um, we got to put the television on the NASA channel. Yeah. And so the kids were able to watch the eclipse in Oregon and then in Montana and then from Montana or Missouri um, and then uh, I think um, we watched it Oregon, Idaho, Missouri and then it came to Clemson, which is Well, Kentucky and then Clemson and then yes, Charleston. That's right, yeah. right. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Kentucky, I didn't mean to leave you out. Yeah. So we were watching that, and all of a sudden the NASA channel stops. And so I'm trying to find, you know, the something, and so I flip over to Fox News. And <laughs> Shepard Smith, My favorite. who is Jenna's favorite news anchor, <laughs> because there's from time to time you wonder if maybe he's had a, one too many <laughs> before he's come in to do the anchoring. <laughs> You know, and yesterday was one of those days that it looked like he just did not care. He, <laughs> He's yeah. kind of like, I can't believe they're making me cover the eclipse from New York, <laughs> which is not anywhere near the path of complete totality. We're in New York and all the way down and, <laughs> and Charleston is where you would have to be. And so it looks like he's really bummed. <laughs> he's, he's running around putting a phone in front of another phone and saying, look, it's an eclipse of the phone and it's an eclipse of the monitor. And, he runs out to go look up, and he's like, yeah, there's the, he's, he looks nice up. Oh, there's a guy in a white shirt looking up and watching the, oh, no, he's, he's looking down now. Um, you know, it was. It was funny. We had more fun, obviously, than Shepard Smith did. Yes. It Sorry, Shepard. It was. Sorry. But I, I'm curious how many of you guys were in the path of complete totality and, uh, you know, uh, what pictures you might have gotten and how your experience was. My, my mom decided to rub our nose in it because. <laughs> My hometown, our hometown, yep. back in South Carolina, was directly in the path, and so they just had to step outside. Yep. And to watch it. They had T-shirts. Yes, they did. I mean, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Dad had gotten a hold of some of the glasses because they're at one of the parks nearby. Uh, they had like a watch party, 
and there was a guy who was set up right outside of the camp and he was selling those paper <laughs> eclipse glasses for $10 a pop. Wow! But we got them for free. You could pick them up for a buck in most locations. <laughs> this dude selling them for $10. You want to talk about supply and demand? For real. He had no problem getting rid of them. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's making some coin in that process. That's one of those things where I'm like, they were worth 10 bucks. You know, dad's like, that was totally worth it. He bought them. Yeah. You know, for the entire store. Yeah. So everybody's outside with their glasses on watch. I'm like, it was worth $10 before 2 o'clock, worth nothing <laughs> after the eclipse. Yeah. But if you hang on to them in seven years. There you go. The next eclipse would be. And that really is kind of like, you know, come on, America, seriously. Yeah, it's gonna happen again. It's not that far away. I, I mean, once in a lifetime event. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's another one coming up in seven years. <laughs> and for those that will live for the next 50, there's even several more that will be coming. Yes. And so. But the um, kids got to see it. Ray, Ray had tweeted about this her is her first, first yep. time to see the solar eclipse. She thought it was pretty cool. So hopefully, you know, next year is supposed to come, or next. Year, seven years. Seven years. It's coming through Dallas. Yep, 2024. So, we're there. In 2024. We will be there in 2024. And then all the kids can experience there the totality. The totality. Of a solar eclipse. Yes, and we'll send uh, Shepard Smith some pictures. Yeah. Because it's that great. So anyway, ha! <laughs> uh, I love these roadcasts. Um, I hope other people love them too. No, they do because they uh, we we get to hear from you guys that you know write us back. <laughs> Um, and, and share with us, you know, it's, it's fun it's, to be able to. Well, it's not just something that you can watch. You can actually subscribe to the podcast. And listen to it. And listen to it down yes. the road. So it's not like you have to sit and watch for 30 minutes, but you can listen to it while you're driving. So if watching it is inconvenient, you can download the podcast. Yep. And it's got yep. a couple of messages and different things on there that, that you can listen to. So it's pretty neat. That's pretty it. Pretty neat deal there. All of that you can find at trailofire.org trailofire.org is where it's all at and then if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel definitely hit up Reyes yes um, I would love to see her get to like 25 subscribers like in the next she week would she flip. would flip out thinking that's She'd just be like, oh my goodness. awesome um, <laughs> they maybe light a fire under her to share a few more of her little video posts that she's literally got ready to go and so she just needs to she needs to upload them so anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, okay. No, what were you about to say? No, I was just gonna say, you know, as as we come into this next week, school's gonna begin starting for Ray and Caden, so that's a new thing coming up. Um, so our schedule, our daily schedule, looks a little bit. Well, my daily schedule looks a lot different coming up here next week with two in school as we're traveling. Yes. So. Um, prayer is definitely appreciated on that end, yes, on, on was, my behalf. I was kind of wondering where that first day of school picture might be taken from. We're going to make it epic. We are going to make it epic. It's going to be epic. you know, I love all of the parents that post the pictures of their kids on the first day of school, which is awesome. Very important. It is. You know, it I'm is. hoping that ours will be at some kind of epic location where it's like, hey, there's the first day of school. Yeah. Well, here, and last year, Rhea started school in South Carolina, and she ended school in Washington State. Yep. So, <laughs> that was kind of cool for yeah. her. She's one spoiled kid. They all are, but we like it that way. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how you enjoying Blaze? This is awesome. Isn't it great? This is the best way to travel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I just think you guys should like sell your house and come join us. That would take some, some work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we absolutely love and appreciate. We're praying for you. In fact, as we're out of here, I just pray the Lord's, Lord's blessings upon you. Um, I pray His grace, His favor uh, be with you, that He cause His face, His glory, His light to shine upon you, that He be gracious unto you and give you peace and prosperity and all that your hand touches and all that you endeavor to do for Him. We absolutely love you. The fact that you uh, join us uh, in these journeys means the world to us. And so thank you very much. Thank you to our 300 that yes. is growing, which is yes. fantastic, who um, we get to hear from you as well. And we love you guys and are praying for you and definitely are in this doing, doing great things together yes. beyond of what what we're talking about here on the road. And, and, and I know this doesn't apply to everybody, but then also if you're curious when we mention the 300, what that's all about, that is our our 300, I hate using the word partners because they're not ministry partners. We're in relationship with one another. And together we do this, but we also make some pretty big things happen. Uh, I just sent out a message to all of the 300 and shared with them two things that we just did together. One was to send relief to Uganda. Um, Uganda's been in the middle of a year and a half long drought. Uh, one of the churches that we're working with uh, was so great to put a well in a community that well broke and uh, people in the community have been dying they've had 120 kids plus drop deposited there at the church and uh, they've lost two because of the lack of water and starvation and so we just sent them some relief to kind of help them span the gap that's before there's a shipment uh, of a container full of food and supplies that is getting to them and so uh, thank you for helping make that happen. And also the video from Illinois that you saw with Mosaic, um, with uh, um, Kathy uh, Lesnoff. Um, that organization, you heard her talk about in that video, which that video has been watched over 25,000 times. Thank you so much for helping to share that. This is really cool. In that video, she shares how they're getting ready to start doing online um, discipleship and devotionals with the ladies that they've uh, been in there to be supportive of and help. And so we as a 300 just purchased the equipment for them to be able to do that. And they were blown away. They were blown Absolutely away. Absolutely blown away by that. Yes. So you guys made that happen. So yep. Thank you. Thank you. So that's awesome. Thank you to the 300. And if you want to find out more about that, you can go on to danielknorris.com and uh, slash 300 or there on the site actually look at it um, and just find out a little bit more about what we do there and how you can be a part yeah. so be awesome we love you and until next time uh, we'll see you from kentucky right see you on the trail yeah and if you're we're near us shout out us. we want to hear you yeah